Inspiration is like a drug. We can become addicted to it. Under the influence of inspiration, our aspirations are grand. Our vision expands as we see ourselves achieving great and wonderful things. We build cathedrals and monuments and grand art that we hope will inspire or strike awe in others. Awe is the most powerful form of inspiration you can breathe in. Awe is the aim of religious art and experience. It arrests you and imprints your psyche. But what happens when the imprint of inspiration fades and you are stuck in your day-to-day where the actual work and living happens? Along with the tales of awe and wonder that fill religious stories are the stories of discipleship. Discipleship is about life in the middle, about living between the miracles. Discipleship is the work that happens when the light is dim and the inspiration has faded. When all of the energy and excitement has left the room, when the spark has flamed out and you are left with the task of bringing something new into the world. It is in these moments that you have to grind, keep doing the work of art. The work of art has little to do with inspiration, more to do with discipline, the discipline to work out problems that arise in inspiration's wake, rather than sitting and waiting for the next dose. The next inspired idea may be for a phase of work you are not prepared for, or it may be for a totally new thing. Inspiration follows engagement. If you are not engaged and invested in your work, you end up with a life littered with incompletes. A life like mine, a series of beautiful beginnings of best intentions, of works in limbo all tugging away at my consciousness. The work of art requires that you inhabit the present moment and attend to the task at hand, to stop pretending you don't know what must be done simply because you don't feel like doing it. The work of art is more grit than glory and you have to fall in love with that part, the solitary part, when it's just you and your discipline so that when inspiration returns, it won't be wasted on yet another beautiful beginning. What does it mean if you don't know where you stand? And you have to describe your relationship as complicated. Maybe it just means that you are a human. The realities of your life don't fit neatly in a box. It's hard enough to figure out our own shit. Then you bring another human being into the mix and it can be pretty messy. Are you cool with the mess? 
Despite our best attempts to present a clean and polished version of ourselves to the world, complete with mood lighting, filters, high angles, duck faces, best life ever social streams, deep down, we are full of shit. The gig is to figure what kind of masterpiece you can assemble out of the messy stream of experiences and circumstances you call life. How much of it are you willing to own? The more of it you're willing to own, the greater your chances of making an authentic connection through the work that you do, the service you render, the art that you make, and in the relationships that you're trying to build. While we might envision balance as a stillness and poise, it is achieved through constant motion because everything is moving. The planet is zooming through the cosmos. You can only achieve balance through motion. You feel out of balance when you are moving too far away from center, but center itself is not stationary. When you're close to center, you have to adjust and move to stay near it. We are made to move. The only question is in which direction. The most beautiful parts of art and life are the parts that move off the path. Not so far as to be totally lost, just far enough to feel lost, far enough to tamper with the illusion of safety. You're not safe, and that's okay.